you're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast, everybody. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton. And this week on Fight Fan Weekly, the Fight Forecast, we're talking about UFC 245. We're going to jump right into it because we have a lot to lot. discuss for this upcoming fight. A lot to talk about. So let's get right to it. First up, we have Matt Brown versus Ben Sanders. Ben Saunders. Ben Saunders. Ben Saunders. Ben Can you Affleck. get rid of that for me? I can get rid of that Thank for you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Jamie, get rid of that. We have so much going on in this card this weekend that we're starting with the prelims, like deep prelims. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go over two fights on the prelims. So let's go over Matt Brown versus Ben Saunders. Two dudes have been going doing this for a while. Uh, ben Saunders is a very tall guy for the division, uh, very crafty. Um, Matt Brown is... One of the most savage dudes ever to fight. Uh, they call him the Immortal because he actually died from a heroin overdose, I believe. Damn, Gina. And they came back to life to fuck dudes up. <laughs> um, so talk about it, Matt Brown. He ba- be the zombie. I'll, I'll give you. The, I'll give you like the the basis highlights of them, and then I'll let you All pick right, who go they for are. It. So tell me about these Ben Saunders, ones. tall, lanky, decent striker, good on the ground, crafty dude, veteran. Okay. Uh, Matt Brown, again, veteran, animal on the feet. Not the prettiest striker, uh, but just true grit. Like okay. true grit yeah, yeah, and yeah. determination to, yeah, yeah. to not wilt under the pressures of anyone. Fair enough. So uh, who do you got? I have Ben Saunders. I'm always afraid of the tall, lanky guys. They're either they're either constantly exposing themselves or they have something crafty up their sleeve. That's true, and he's got powerful mutton chops. <laughs> he does oh yeah he does i'm going with matt brown okay um because I, I i've seen that dude in so many wars and when when he gets hurt or he gets mad he he's he hurts motherfuckers you gotta, <laughs> i gotta show you this one video where he elbows i forget who it is i think it's uh uh fucking uh sanchez diego sanchez he's holding his leg up like this yeah and he like from from left field, just like throws this elbow and just collapses him on the canvas. It's crazy. I was like me a good collapse. Okay, so next we have Neil versus Perry. I don't know a ton about Neil. Gonna be honest with you, we know Mike Perry is one of the most savage dudes ever to fight. That's twice you said this in a so far. Yeah, five between him minutes. and Matt Brown, different kind of savage though. Yeah, Matt yeah. Brown is like he's got the serial killer. Yeah, cold as ice. And, you know, the last fight, we saw Mike Perry be a little bit more reserved, too. I think they're teaching him to calm down a little bit. But I wonder if that's going to... He got his nose smashed. Yeah, he got his nose smashed. So I wonder if that's going to undo that a little bit. You know what I mean? That's a hard... That... I'm interested to that's see That's got to be giving him problems, right? I'm interested to see him. I haven't seen him since that fight. Yeah. That's got to be giving him problems, though, in future fights. Because, I mean, they can put it back together... Yeah, but, but that's Humpty it's, Dumpty. It's like, ne- yeah, it's never quite right. It was all again. over. It was sliding in his eye. Gross. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. I think I think Mike Perry... Uh, I'm going to go with Mike Perry. Right, just because of that fucking devastating nose job he had the last <laughs> fight. I think he deserves it. I want Mike Perry to win. I'm going with Mike Perry. I agree. Uh we don't know enough about Jeff Neal. So you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go with Jeff Neal because, I don't know, wild card. <laughs> I want to be combative. <laughs> I do. I never want to agree with you on anything. 
Okay, let's that, go to the main card, if you do mind, sir. I shall. We have Peter Yan versus Uriah Faber. Scroll down a little bit. Jesus Christ. Okay, so Uriah Faber retired a while ago. Then he came back, and he fought a uh, guy that fought on the last card, wrestler with the super mullet. Um, oh, yeah, super mullet. They, he was the first. God damn it. I just had his, uh, his name in my head. I think um, we saw that fight, too. He knocked him out. Oh. Coming out of retirement. And he's like a top, one of the top upcoming guys. Yeah. So Uriah Faber is looking to get back in there. Uh, Peter Yan, no joke. Um, but because crazier shit has happened, I'm going to go with Uriah Faber is going to pull some old tricks. I hope that he doesn't come in with the same game plan he did before he was retired. Uh-huh. And um, – I'm going old school all the way with this. I think I'm going to say Uriah Faber just because um, of nostalgia. <laughs> Uriah, just because we believe in you. I don't have that nostalgia factor working for me, so I'm going to go with Peter Yan because I love his name. Peter Yan. It's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. <laughs> I'm going to, going to be honest with There's you. There's worse things I have done. Um, so next we have uh, Jose Aldo versus Marlon Marias. So Marlon, I believe, switched camps after his last outing against uh, Cejudo. So there is could be good or bad things from that. I tend to think that if he's switching camps, he probably should have because of his last outing. He looked like he kind of broke okay. in that fight from an outside perspective, viewer's perspective, fan perspective. But I think it's probably a good thing that he switched camps I hope he got one where his, you know, the coaches are going to be honest with him with what they think his flaws are. I hope he worked on his cardio because he is a machine. Like he's a fucking animal. Like he can destroy pretty much anybody. But that last fight that he had showed that he he gassed out and he okay. broke mentally. So I yeah, hope, yeah. I don't know what they got to do to fix that. And then Jose Aldo's always dangerous. I mean, he was the fucking king of that division for like almost a decade. Like. Just, yeah. So, but again, twilight-ish of his career. So, you got young up-and-coming dude who had a very rough last fight. You have the long-in-the-tooth lion who is trying to reclaim the pride. So, who do you got? You know what? I think we have recently been seeing a lot of, oh, shit, I can't believe that just happened moments. Mm-hmm. I think the UFC is riding that wave unintentionally because it's not like they write this shit. No. But I'm going to say we're going to continue to see that. I'm going with Jose Aldo. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I it's a good pick. That's a good pick. But just to be controversial. <laughs> Why not? I will go with Marlon. And I will say that um, – I'd be interested to see how he performs based on the camp switch. We'll okay. find out yeah. pretty quickly. Uh, I'd say by the third round, the, the first round should show us basically what's going on in the fight. Uh, but by the end of the second, beginning of the third, I, I think that's that's, that's about whoever is going to be winning to that point is going to be winning the rest of the fight. Fair. Unless cool. something spectacular happens, like a f- four seconds left, get knocked out, but the ref doesn't stop it. But he did stop it, but he's not supposed to stop it kind of thing like we had last weekend. <laughs> you saying. sound a little uh, upset about that still. No, no, no. It's been days. All right, next up we have what is a main event. Oh, no, it's not. It's main event worthy. Mm-hmm. 
because the next three fights are going to be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, we're into the gold era here, guys. Yeah, Amanda Nunes versus Jermaine Durandame. Durandame. I came close. Yeah, you did. I've been you worse. Did. So break it out for us. So, um, Amanda Nunes, probably the GOAT. Okay, yeah. so she came in here. She knocked out Holly Holm. She knocked out Ronda Rousey. She knocked out Chris Cyborg. She knocked out Amanda Nunes. Or um, she knocked herself <laughs> she knocked, out. She That's how badass out. she is. She knocked herself out. No, she knocked out uh, Misha Tate. Okay. So she beat, I think, yeah, Misha Tate. Yeah, she beat Misha Tate for the title. Misha Tate beat Holly Holm. Holly Holm beat Ronda Rousey. She beat over all of them. Yeah. So it's not even a matter of what kind of matchup she's having. She's mm-hmm. just dominant. Yeah. And especially when she beat Cyborg. Yeah. Because Cyborg was one of those, like, I I would have liked to have seen that fight a couple years earlier. But then again, you're like, well, Amanda wasn't in her prime. But then now when they fought, Cyborg kind of out of her prime. Yeah. Um, But I, I still think that you got to give it to Amanda uh, at the moment because she's got two belts. Uh, Cyborg had the one belt. But again, she's a lot bigger. And I think she was in the, the later stages of her career. So I don't yeah. think she's going to ever get the, the credit she deserves for – being it being a cyborg, but Amanda Nunez is one fucking tough customer. She's not an easy person. Yeah, I'm to going fight. to agree with you on this one. I've seen both fighters, and this is something easy for me to say again, sitting in a chair, just kind of casually watching this. But uh, just by watching the two of them, I think that Jermaine is outclassed. I think we had this discussion once before. Yes. I think we're seeing a weird shift in almost all the women's divisions where you have these. Uh, rising stars that are just so out of everyone's league that it's not that it's not fair because it's fair to everybody but yeah it's it's she's in a different class yeah she's well, in a class of her own especially right now like right in this moment she's on top of the world well, yeah she's she's basically regarded as the goat right now yeah jermaine Duranime, little background on her she fought a dude in kickboxing and knocked him out cold okay um she also knocked out Holly Holm, or not knocked out Holly Holm. I think she won a decision against Holly Holm, but she sucker punched her twice after the bell. Ooh. Oh, I remember seeing. I remember being yeah. pissed about that. Like, like the bell rang. She was like, "Bop bop," and rocked her both times after the bell rung. So I remember. I that. was really sore at that, yeah. and then she won the belt for that division because that was the title fight, and then she refused to fight Cyborg. I remember that too. She said, "I'm a." I don't fight cheaters and all that stuff. So she got stripped. They stripped her belt. Yeah. And uh, now she's going to fight Amanda Nunes. So she is a, a world-class kickboxer. And Amanda's got really good boxing. She's got good kickboxing too, but she's got really good boxing. So this is an interesting one because Cyborg had more of like a mauling style. Yeah. Like a lot of hooks. She didn't really cover up. She would just kind of eat two to give one because she's so powerful, but she couldn't take that from Amanda. Yeah. She got knocked out. It'd be interesting to see somebody of Jermaine's caliber kickboxing her and, or, you know, depending on who, if there's no takedowns, Yeah, but yeah. I mean, on paper, both ways, you got to go with Amanda. Yeah. So not to change topic too fast. We're going to test your MMA knowledge or UFC knowledge real quick. Who was the woman you showed me this clip? Who was the woman fighter? That went to go clap hands and used it for a quick sucker punch. The All I remember was that it was a woman fight. The woman fighter? Yeah. 
this is going to bother me to Ooh, no who end. Did that? I know that a bunch of guys have done that. I know that was, that one dude uh, did it during the Ultimate Fighter to get onto the show. It was explicitly a women's match, and I remember you showing up or showing it to me, and she lost. I remember thinking, good, that bitch. Mm, I don't, I don't remember offhand who that was. It's going to bother me to no end. Yeah, you I don't home know who that who it was. Is. You can write in the comments down below. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see that too now. Because that might be hard to find on Google unless it's a well-known yeah. fighter. I think it is. Ooh. I think it is. Well-known. Who did that? Like, one of the... A known name. Interesting. I'd have to re-remember. My shitty brain is doing a real bad job of remembering that. Yeah, sorry for calling you out in the moment. Yeah. Look at this guy. I don't know, I don't know shit. <laughs> my brain has failed me. All right, up next we have Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Good. Thanks. Good. <laughs> All right, Max Holloway, pretty hard to fucking beat at this division, right? Yeah. He's yeah. the champion. Um, his last his title defense against Brian, or Brian Ortega. He literally was grabbing his – he grabbed Ortega's hands during the fight after he was had been tuning him up, and he went like this and put them up. Mid-fight, grabbed his hands and put him up like, put your hands up. <laughs> That's bad. Now, Almost he didn't, like, do it, like, he didn't do it to the extent, like, cartoonishly. Yeah. But when you rewatch it, there's a scene where he's going like this, and he grabs his hands and pull, and pulls them up to his face. I don't know if he did it for that or whatever, but it looks badass. Um, you're beating well, a guy yeah. so bad, you're, like, correcting you his form. You have to fix his defense. Yeah. That's bad. Um, That's Max is a taller like your guy um conor mcgregor had beaten him earlier in his career uh but he's tall lanky rangy kind of guy alexander volkanovsky i believe used to weigh 220 holy shit i believe these guys are fighting at 145 that's ridiculous that's obscene. So, how do you lose that much weight, especially when you're already a fit human being? He used to be a rugby player, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so he's got 220 strength. Yeah, coming down there, and yeah. he he just mauls fuckers. Well, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be real interesting because I think that Volkanovski brings, especially since he used to be that heavy. I think that his cardio is at a ridiculous level. Well, yeah, when you go, when you lose 80 pounds. You're used to carrying that weight on your shoulder for yeah. so long. Yeah. But at the same time, Max is known for his cardio. But the difference is is that I think Volkanovski brings an, a freakish level of strength are these, to the fight. Are these still three-round matches? Even no. Though they're five? They're, every they're title five? fight is five rounds. Okay. okay. Yeah. And every, every main event is five rounds, even yeah. if it's not a title fight. That I knew. Yeah. But I, was, I didn't know the reverse. That yeah. Every, every championship yeah. fight is okay. five five five-minute rounds. Yeah, so this is an interesting one because that's a, a very rare. I mean, who the fuck weighs two twenty then cuts to one forty five? That's that's hard. Nobody does it. No. And if you think like if you had a heavyweight and then right before you put him in the in the cage, you're like, okay, magically remove seventy pounds from you, and that's how quick you are now. We're looking at you, DC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Roy Nelson make, you or Mark it, Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make it down the featherweight. We 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 have faith. We have faith. <laughs> um. Yeah, so who do you, you who you got in this one? I don't I don't know, dude. Uh, you have basically the marathon runner tactician, crazy dude who's willing to stand in the pocket, and then you have the mini Hulk. The mini Hulk. Uh I'm gonna go with Holloway on this one. You already know my feelings on tall and lanky, and even though we're saying he has two twenty strength, he is down the one forty. 
Yeah. So it's it's not going to be a one for one thing, obviously. Um, I have to go with the tactician on this one, mm. especially at the lighter weights. Yeah, I would not be surprised if Max remained the king of this division again. But there is something to be said for Alexander where he is on a tear. He's been running through everybody. And Max had that scary weight cut where he like had to pull out the fight because he was having like issues with his with his brain, I believe, or oh. something. So You're pulling this shit after I made myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so ace kinda, in the sleeve. Kinda horse shit is this? Um yeah, I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with just to you know, be opposite. Yeah. And kinda cause I think he might catch him. I think Alexander might come in there and shock the world. Okay. Yeah. I mean he is number one, so Yeah. All right, last but not least, we have Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. Oops, sorry. Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. So, you know the deal with these two? Yes. Okay, do you know all the trash talk between these two? I know a decent amount of the trash talk. Okay. Um, I'm sure I don't know every fine detail. You know they train at the same gym? I did not know that. Yeah, so basically, basically Colby's career, he's kind of mirroring Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen was fighting for years. And he was, like, a decent fighter. Like, very good wrestling, obviously. But nobody knew who the fuck he was. So he just made a decision. Like, I'm going to talk the most ridiculous shit of all time. Yeah. I'm going to use old school wrestling puns and all this shit. And just go for broke. And it worked. He wrote the book on the new age of promotion as far as, like, becoming a bad guy. Colby, who doesn't have the likable characteristics of Chael is doing the same thing. But the way that he's doing it is he's like, I'm going to instead do all this shit. Like, like old school eighties wrestling puns. He's like, I'm just going to troll everyone. Yeah. Cause everyone that knows him, meaning people that aren't, don't have a dog in the fight, say behind the scenes, he is nothing like this. He's literally putting on an act. That's interesting. That's interesting for a lot of reasons. And real quick, it's, it worked. It worked. It already worked. worked. Did you hear about, I just read something where he was like, it was after like a Brazil fight or something like that, that UFC was contemplating cutting him. Yeah. And literally his trash talking saved his career. Yeah. And here we are. He's now the main event at arguably the biggest UFC. He got invited to the White House by the president. Well, that's because that's part of his act. Yes, but that doesn't change the fact that he got invited to the White House by the president. Yeah. The president is no, not... No, no, you're right. The president's not in on the fucking... No, no. You're 100% correct. Yeah, so he walks around in these fucking goofy-looking suits with this fucking... You know, his interim belt, which he should have never... You know what I mean? Like, his, he's got the belt that he won. Yeah, yeah. But he just wears the fucking MAGA hat and just tries to piss people off. Yeah. But the president's kids went to his last fight. The president went to his lot. Uh, no, the president. Sorry, continue. Yeah, so <laughs> he went to a different fight. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so there, those two were basically training partners, and what he's doing, like Brendan Schaub has this has a, a podcast or whatever called Food Truck Diaries. Okay, and he was saying that when Colby was on there, and he does shit like he'll like get higher like three or four models to like go around him when like they're shooting UFC exclusive, so it looks like he's like hanging out with all these these hot, hot women. So. He said Colby's sitting there or whatever, and they're doing the interview. And before they do the interview, he's like, and he's like, dude, you know, you don't have to like, you don't have to put the act on. We could just talk. And he's like, no, no, it's all right. And then he like gets into the character of like this douchebag. So like, that's kind of scary. Yeah. Like he like, 
That kind of makes me feel bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. Like, yeah. that's the path he chose. Yeah. But what he's been doing is talking mad shit. And Kamaro confronted him several times. Like, oh, you ain't got nothing to say to me backstage, but we're here. And Colby can't be like, yeah, because it's an act. I don't really hate you. I'm doing this to get the fight. Because then the gig's up. You're pulling the curtain back. Yeah. And yeah. you're showing behind the scenes. You yeah. can't do that. But Kamaro also doesn't. Like, he's doing it, but he's not doing it because he knows that Colby can't pull the curtain back. So he's basically calling him out, trying to make him look like a bitch. But Colby has no line in the sand. So he's just going to say the most ridiculous shit. But they're teammates at the same gym. That must be... Well, now that I know it's an act, or at least I think it's an act, I'm assuming... It's, a, it's, got, it's an act. It's so, an act, but it's, it's real because he's doing it. And yeah. he's actually fighting these guys. Yeah. So it is real to it a certain extent. I would pay. It's orchestrated. It's orchestrated. I would pay good money to see these two people interact in a room with no one in it. Yeah. Like, I would just be curious to see, like, if they pass each other, if if uh, anyone's going to say, hey, you, fuck you. Or if they're going to be like, sup, bro? Well, they've they've passed each other in casinos and Kamaro's manager punched him in the face or punched his trainer or whatever. Yeah. Like, but They've had, like, altercations before. Okay. Yeah. But is that part of it? I don't think so. If because it, now you're talking about, like, Kamaru Usman's manager, who I personally think is kind of a fucking scumbag. But he is a manager of a lot of fighters. Like, he's a manager of a lot of fighters. But he goes and punches Colby in a hotel lobby when there's there's customers around. Yeah. So now you're you're going into this weird thing of, like, now it's assault because it's not sanctioned and there's families here. Yeah, there's it's like different. there was little kids next to him. Like, what are you right, doing? That's just bad judgment altogether. It's like, oh, if only we were part of a sport where we could fight f- and figure it out. O- if only like we we could like get paid to fight, it would be like so great, right? <laughs> if we could just do that, but it's like it doesn't exist. We can't fight. I guess oh, we wait. just can't. I guess we we can though, but we'd rather fight in a casino lobby for for nothing. Yeah, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it takes away a little bit of the, like it makes me like Colby more. Yeah, because Colby yeah. wasn't trying to. All right, so we're talking personality here. Okay, let's so let's talk, talk skill. skill. Okay, Jinx. They're basically very very similar. Okay. Ungodly wrestling as far as pressure. Okay. So. Kamaru Usman, Colby Covington, they will just keep coming at you, keep coming at you, takedown after takedown, chain wrestling, throwing well, in strikes. Make this a, an extremely interesting match. Yeah, and right they will exhaust going. their opponent. Okay. They will exhaust their opponent. But they can put everything together very well. Like, we never saw what Colby Co- with uh, Robbie Lawler, what Colby Covington did to him. To the point where Robbie couldn't even throw punches because mm-hmm. he was exhausted. We didn't see. We saw the same thing with Kamaru Usman versus Tyron Woodley, where he exhausted him so bad that he he blew him out of the water. Nobody's ever done that, Tyron. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kamaru Usman does have a lot of nagging injuries. I remember after he won the title, he was on Rogan's podcast and he was saying that he could barely walk some days. Ooh. And I'm like, huh, that's gonna catch up to you if you don't get that taken care of. So I don't know how where that sits, and I don't know if Colby has any injuries like that. But short of somebody getting knocked out or submitted early, I think this is going to be a battle of who gets tired first. Oh, that's interesting. 
because both of them have the style of I'm going to take you down and I'm take you down and frustrate you and never take my foot off the gas pedal until I feel you wilt. Yeah. And when you wilt, I'm going to keep the pressure up and just never let you get that second win. Well, that's almost going to be decided by the early rounds, whoever gets the dominant position early on. If this does end up on the ground, whoever's on top is more in control. It's really difficult to be on bottom and to work your way out. Yes. But to be on top and just to kind of, I mean, that's exhausting too, but it's not as bad as trying to work your way out of something. But it's not like, see, that would be said if you're talking about like Connor versus Khabib, right? If yeah. Khabib gets Connor down, he's going to exhaust him. These guys are so good at wrestling and MMA that just because one guy gets one down, yeah, don't think that the fight's going to stay there just because okay. it's down there. Like, expect scrambles, expect madness, expect – we're probably going to get, like, visibly tired watching this fight from how back-and-forth insanity it is. Okay. Like, no guy is going to want to take a step backwards, which is – this is an exciting fight. This is a rarity where two guys who seemingly have an unlimited gas tank are going to test each other's gas tanks. Okay. Yeah. So who do you got? I have no fucking clue. The the injuries that Kamaro has make me nervous. Yeah. But he is a very, very powerful dude. And the one thing I believe that he has over Covington is his striking power. Okay. I believe he's a he's a stronger puncher and a and a and a more powerful kicker. But again, usually those things come at a cost. They come at a cost of oxygen and and blood to the muscle so and they're that, really only well not that they're not useful later on because we saw that yeah in the last fight yes um but those are usually only better off in the early rounds once you still have enough in the tank yes especially at the pace that these two go at yeah. but if he thinks that he i mean everyone can get tired yeah anyone yeah. everyone can get tired i think that if kamaro thinks that he has colby hurt and he goes for the finish and he gasses himself out that would that would probably be the worst thing that could happen to him. Okay. But I have no fucking idea. Right, well, I'm going to go with – I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to go with Colby okay. just because I don't like the fact that Kamaro has had those injuries. So you're going with Colby, but, like, it's like a very slim margin. It's a fucking coin toss, yeah. dude. It's a. I mean, every fight's a coin toss, but yeah. this one is – It's. it's almost like they're fighting the alter ego bad version of themselves. But just one punch is a lot harder, and one talks more shit. It's like one of those sci-fi films where, like, they made like the bad guy version of the same exact person. Yeah, it's not like the good guy versus the bad guy. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah. So, I'm. I'm. It's a coin toss for me. So, who do you got? I'm going to double down on that coin toss mentality. Say we're gonna see some weird ass shit, and this is gonna be a draw. Ooh. We had two draws. Ooh. Recently, we've had a lot of draws recently. Oddly speaking. And I can't pick someone, so that's what I'm going with. Who do you think, if either one of them, who do you think is going to break? Is going to break? Who do you think has... This is interesting to me because Kamaru Usman is generally like a considered like a nice dude. He doesn't really talk a ton of shit, but he does have that thing where he will try to like punk people backstage. Not like punk them. But he's done it to like Ben Askren where he'll like try to mean mug him and like walk him on the wall. Yeah. And it's like, why are you like, I don't understand that. Like I get it because you're a fighter, but yeah. you're in a business where you can fight guys. So, so like, I understand the whole persona thing, 
But Colby, I think, because he knows that this shit is an act, it doesn't weigh on him like, I got to do this or like, I got all this pressure on me. Because everyone wants him to lose. I think that's a good thing for him, that people want him to lose mentally because he doesn't have to, he has no pressure on him. Yeah, yeah. Kamaro is like, this guy has talked so much fucking shit. That's a valid point. It's almost like, I have to win this. I have to win. And can you, like, like if I lose, can you imagine the shit he's going to talk? If I lose and all these people want me to knock him out, if he lets that stress get to him, that can tire you out, especially if Colby starts having moments in the fight. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, it's all going to depend on a lot. Yeah. We'll see what Dan Mergliata has to say. No, we won't. In and around. No, we won't. Two and a half rounds. He's suspended. Is he? Suspended indefinitely. Really? No. Why do you tell me these things? I don't know. (laughs) Just saying. Done with your shit. So is that it? Are you you're Colby? I'm Ty. You heard it here. I'm just saying that weird shit's been happening lately, and I think the world's gonna turn upside down on this card. I, I mean, if nothing else, it will be exciting. And why the fuck doesn't they have Kamaru Usman's picture with the belt? Why is that? Uh, we're not gonna call out the specific website because we don't do that here. But okay. we are using a website that's not using uh the correct very famous picture. website. Why do you do this? I'm just saying. Well, fix your website. We're looking for sponsorship. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, go. <laughs> just saying, guys. He's the champion. He's the champion of the world. If I'm not talking see, shit. I'm just saying. As a fan. If you want to see great pictures, you can do so by going to BrodownPro.com. Yeah, we tend to have good pictures. <laughs> the models are a little. Yeah, the models are kind of. They're they're good. All right, but we will see what happens this weekend. And until then, I think that about wraps us up. So yeah, don't be don't be forgetting to like and subscribe us on YouTube. That's what I was gonna say. We gotta keep remembering to say that shit. Yeah, like and subscribe, comment, do all that other good shit, and we will see you guys next time. You're listening to Bro Down podcast all fucking day. Oh.